1: Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumb dice you can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom.
2: one more time for the mortals in the back redbubble.com slash people slash dumb dumb dice get your merchandise today all art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers
3: welcome children of the night to blood and syrup a vampire the masquerade live play podcast i am your host count vlad von lestat Wrinkle of blood keeper of the chronicle and all around a spooky dude <laughs> never fuck with someone's Emily, this was the lesson the villainous vampire Keanu Batista learned the hard way, as Ridley got tough, Everett got hungry and Iris got revenge ah 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 together the coterie devoured their enemy and set about securing their place in Montreal and their status as a team Time for some well-earned downtime. Maybe there is hope after all. Well, at least until the hunger
4: returns. It's been about a week since the three of you came to Montreal, and the news cycle has been completely dominated by the CN Tower attack. Uh, everyone around Canada and the world is trying to figure out exactly what went wrong. Um, there have been uh, accusations of terrorism. Um, Several terrorist groups have claimed credit for it, but none of them have had any viable uh, connections to it. Um, But to you, uh, and particularly from the information the Bouchard brothers have provided, uh, you know that this was straight up a vampire-on-vampire attack. Uh, The death of the um, Sabbat uh, Archbishop of uh, Montreal has really thrown the city into complete chaos. Uh, And for the first time, I think, in your vampiric lives... Particularly, I think, for Everett, you've been kind of following this for a bit. Uh, Ridley, this is kind of above your pay grade aside from your aspirations for Prince. Um, But Iris, I think you're starting to see the world a little bit differently now. Things that you used to just write off as kind of world events um, are starting to seem like perhaps they could be connected and there could be more to them. Uh, The world has become a slightly scarier place, even though technically the three of you are the thing that most sane people should be scared of. But as dramatic as this news is and as captivating as it is, it's nothing compared to what's been going on for the three of you personally. Uh, Your coterie has been very busy over the last week. Um, Iris, uh, I think your prime objective would be checking in on Emily and making sure she's okay. Uh, Dr. Skull was true to his word. He got her into a fairly good clinic. Um, He kind of uh, doctored your... Spiel of her boyfriend put her arm In a baler But she's getting good treatment Um, The arm is obviously gone Uh, It's going to be a long recovery um, But it sounds like she'll be okay Um, There's also some suggestion that you might be able to um, Somewhat speed The process along um, With certain vampiric uh, What's the word I'm looking for here Um, Concoctions and abilities Uh, there might be some people who could help out as you kind of get further connected to the the vampire society. Um, the Bouchards have continued to be an incredible resource uh, of information. Um, they um, have essentially set up a system of dead drops around the city for you. Um, they can't have too much of a presence um, or it'll ruin their kind of cover. But uh, essentially, if you get news that a syrup delivery is occurring somewhere nearby... It's kind of your job to go, and they're sneaking information into you that way. Um, Everett, the world is coming into focus for you as well now. Um, you realize it was so fucking hard to get information on vampires because they just don't use the internet. Um, as you kind of begin to establish yourself in, in town, um, you're eventually introduced to um, a vampire um, information broker um, who calls himself Mr. Ken. Um, and Mr. Ken is a, um, a kind of, for lack of a better term, moist fellow um, <laughs> who is um, just kind of sickly yellow. Um, and every time he moves, it's squingy. And you're not sure why. His clothes aren't wet, but he just seems to constantly glisten slightly. Uh-huh. Um, and he hangs out um, in a net cafe um, called Cyberbites of course, spelt with a Y-T-E-S. But um, yes, uh, the Bouchards put you in touch with him um, because he's, uh, as a Nosferatu, he's fascinated by uh, information, however, cursed with uh, a more grotesque appearance, which is sort of the the payoff uh, for them. Uh, He explains that in this new world, um, sort of uh, with the Second Inquisition in full swing, um, a lot of vampires were hunted and destroyed because of the old sort of dark web that the, the vampires ran. Um, this is one of the interest, just as a side note of interest for us, uh, this is one of the interesting pieces that's come from remaking this game now mm. was by the time it ended, Cyberpunk was in full swing and The Matrix had just come out, so everyone was like, oh, yeah! <laughs> uh, and then as technology continued, they're like, no. <laughs> so essentially, the, uh, the Nosferatu dark web got hacked um, and that's part of the reason the camera is kind of up against the ropes right now. So, uh, he explains that, uh, there's very little digital information going around and suddenly your the brick walls you hit as an investigator begin to, to become clear. There's just a lot of these dead drops, that sort of thing. I think for you just as a runner, um, it's constantly frustrating hearing, it's like seeing the mystery after it's been solved. Yeah. Like you're just constantly getting things where it's like, Oh, well f- fuck. Okay. If I was still investigating yes, this, that would have helped. Yeah. Um, so, um, I think you probably got in touch with him about what you found on, uh, Keanu Batista's body. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll get to that in a little bit. Um, Ridley, uh, sure, good, uh, true to his word, uh, T.W. Malone, uh, has put you in touch with, uh, with some fellows, um, who are looking for kind of a, a bit of a gang, um, to, to join up with. Um, it seems, uh, a bunch of them, um, had been uh, roughed up by various Johns and clients And um, when kind of word got around There was someone looking to offer some protection They sussed you out and made sure you weren't like Some weird pimp uh, When they realized that you were just kind of a, a Helpful murderer Helpful murderer on the up and up um, they, uh, they started hanging around Malone's Mayday Malone's more and more Uh, to a point that they kind of become a bit of a gang for you, which is one of the things you invested in uh, when you're building your character. Um, So they're uh, a bunch of big, burly guys. Uh, They're all very handsome, uh, somewhat cuddly. And the name of your small gang is... Oh, yeah, they're known as the Bear Boys because they're all bears. Got it, okay. Great. So the Bear Boys now kind of hang out at Malone's. This also helps in terms of making sure that um, uh, les orphans don't return um, in any way, shape, or form because now there's just like...
1: A gang of big
4: dudes who just hang around all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Usually they just wear the biker cuts on top of the pants. So it's that like leather like vest kind okay. of thing. Yeah. They all look real good in a variety of body shapes. It just works for everybody. It's the yep. nice thing about a cut. It's really neutral, but it really shows off what they've got.
4: And uh they're all human, correct? <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so they're kind of hanging out there and you've you've kind of you're starting to build a reputation as as kind of like, I think we, we t- joked about Homer Simpson kind of walking down the street being like, Don Homer, please have this donut. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's yes. a bit of that. Uh, of course, you're only seen at night, so your options are somewhat limited. Um, Iris, uh, in the time since you've had about a week, how much of this do you think you've tried to spend at Emily's side, and how much of it have you spent kind of establishing yourself here in Montreal?
0: Probably about 50-50. 50-50?
4: Okay, cool. So, um you had kind of determined coming to town that you would need to make a bit of a show of it. Um, you had to uh, to flee Chicago pretty quickly after the the business with, with Iggy and the vampires, um, which sounds like Iggy and the Stooges, but it's very different. Um, so given that you can't actually create anything other than haikus right now, what do you think Iris's kind of cover story is?
0: As to why she's not creating.
4: Or or even what she, what she's here doing. Like, is it a... Are you saying that you're, like, going to galleries and things and researching? Is it a, I'm working on a big thing?
0: She's definitely um, plastered all over social media that she's going on a spiritual and artistic retreat to get back to her roots and her spirit and what makes her an artist and telling her truth.
4: <laughs> That's great. How much... Is she a big social media person? Yes. Okay. Um...
1: That's very funny. I was say how much of that was Emily before versus now.
0: It was um, probably about eighty-five percent Emily, and yeah. now I have to do it all myself.
1: Yeah, so, you used to always say sent from a BlackBerry, and now <laughs> it's clearly from an iPhone. I was gonna say how does that week feel having to take over the social media?
0: Overwhelming.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so many likes. God
0: damn it! This is a full-time job now.
4: <laughs> I think maybe you've got Gerald occasionally helping <laughs> because he's. He's just always super happy to see you. (laughs) The door
0: guy? Yeah, because I need someone to take the photos of me in the lobby. Right, yeah, okay.
4: So, Miles, part of what you took um, in your advantages is a herd. Uh, So these are helpful humans that you can kind of um, affect the mood of and and who hang out. So obviously we've got Emily. Um, I think we're going to include, uh, Gerald in that. He starts taking evening shifts just so that he can see you more regularly. And I think he becomes almost like your, your Gunther from, uh, Friends. Yay. Where it's just kind of always there. Um, so you've got him, uh, and then we'll see, you get another one. So we'll figure out who that, that third is. Maybe it's, no, I don't think you're, you're there with Dr. Skull yet, but he's, he's possible.
0: Probably be my neighbor. Okay.
4: Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> Who is your neighbor? Um, hm, Kylie Minogue. <laughs> I'll give you Kyle Minogue. Um, <laughs> so, um, than na- I thought. Your neighbor is Kyle Minogue. Uh, he uh, you're actually um, delighted. Uh, Gerald's uh, earlier comments uh, make some sense when you you finally actually meet Kyle, um, because he is a metal worker. Um, so, uh, like Emily really did her due diligence when she, she booked this, this loft. Uh, the Windsor Arms is like a post-industrial, like basically a warehouse. It's a metal that's
0: been, worker in a hotel?
4: Uh, well, no, you're in a, it's like a, a loft. Oh. I was thinking that more Studios, of this is like a studio, studio loft. Space? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm honestly, like, I'm thinking of the places in Toronto that are in like Kensington. Right. Where it's like, I work here. But I also live here. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, if it was a hotel, I'd be fucked. Yeah, everyone in your building's insufferable. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Kyle Minogue is um, a, uh, I think, like a, like a David Bowie looking kind of fellow. Um, uh, his makeup is always just spectacular. Like, to a point that it's it's almost infuriatingly well done. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a metal worker, not always like heavy, heavy metal, but, um, yeah, his whole place is kind of rigged up with, with fascinating things. It's part of the reason why he didn't hear any of the ruckus was he sleeps hard after a day of like bashing, bashing things together. Great. Okay. Uh, cool. So <laughs> Kyle Minogue, goddammit. it. <laughs> um, and, uh, what's, what do you think your relationship with Kyle is like? Is it a, Hey, can I borrow some sugar? Is it a...
0: No, like- we, we we drink wine. Oh, okay. Wine, sparkling. It's a very <laughs> specific type of wine that I bring with me that I'm only allowed to drink.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, so I'm going to say also just globally, there is now interest in the sparkling beverage that you're constantly seen with. Uh, people want to know what it is and where they can find it, but so far it's a mystery. It's
0: Let's like see. tiger blood.
4: <laughs> it's called Tiger Blood Okay, great <laughs> Everyone wants to know Where they can get Tiger Blood That's actually The perfect social media campaign You have an object That no one can have And thus everybody wants Oh boy um, Okay, cool So that's kind of What the three of you Have been up to um, Emily's pretty much Out of it they're, they're kind of Keeping her in a Medically induced coma uh, She lost a lot of blood um, Iris, I'll say for you One interesting facet About this Is you've learned That Dr. Skull Is tremendously good At obtaining blood Oh, is he? Um, from uh, from Good to know. various blood banks, uh, perhaps illegally. Um, but yeah, basically the three of you have just been kind of establishing yourselves. Uh, and Everett, the other piece for you, of course, is um, uh, you met Mr. Ken, but you also went to visit uh, your old partner, Harvey Grimm. Oh, great. Um, who is uh, is trying to live his dream as a stand-up comedian after years and years on The Force. Oh, that's um, too bad. So during, uh, we'll, we'll kind of cut to that encounter i think because um, you hadn't seen him since he retired and moved moved up here uh, right. to canada yeah so i think it was a warm like a warm greeting uh you, you would have told him you were coming up or would you just sort of drop in do you think
1: i think kind of somewhere in between um i would call him saying i'm in town oh okay great yeah. um
4: so he's like well oh, what really all right you got you got to come see one of my sets man you're gonna love it uh Sure. Yeah. Uh, oh boy, this is gonna be so fun. <laughs> it's uh, it's at night. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's two minutes. Oh. Uh, and it's 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 down at Laffy Taffy. Perfect. It's one of the best places in town. All right, I'll keep an eye out for you. Uh, so you arrive at uh at Laffy Taffy, which is uh seems to be like a storefront that has been temporarily flipped into a thing. It's folding chairs. Um, the bar seems to be run by just a, a very bored lady. With just kind of a bucket of beer um and a square reader. Um <laughs> She's just dipping mugs in the bucket just to yeah. hand them out. Good old <laughs> mug bucket. Um would you invite these guys to go with you or would you go alone?
1: Um I would invite them. Yeah, I I would I I'd be doing Harvey, Harvey. Sorry, I gotta look over to reference sorry, we, the we, name have still. A, we have
4: our relationship map up uh, on the wall here that we wrote. Yeah, go. yeah once we get through all the uh, like, spoilers on it, then we'll like several put months ago. Uh, so much so that the I tried to write a new one on, and uh, the pen has gone dry.
2: <laughs> Jesus.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's truly dark days. Uh, I was going
1: to say, knowing it's your friend, if you're trying to like sell tickets, yeah. like I will bring the entire gang of the Bear Boys. Though we'll leave one Bear Boy, the one I trust the most who's sort of nominally charged I'm not around. His name is Chonky. Mm-hmm. He's the tallest guy. He's like Samoan and like cool and all tattooed up. Uh, he's staying with Emily at the hospital because I'm always keeping one bear boy there to just kind of supervise his writing nice. about. Okay. Uh-huh. But the rest of the gang are all going to this and we're all okay. paying full ticket price. And um, Miles, would Iris come along to kind of support the team?
0: Yeah, begrudgingly. Yeah,
1: my thinking is, it is part like let's support my buddy Harvey Grimm in his comedy career, but also let's stick together <laughs> because <laughs> Emily had her arm fucking ripped off. Yeah. So there's like a, a very classy looking human being and like a clearly a cop. And then there's just an insane like monkey man and an army of, of fabulous gay bikers. on
4: The bear boys are dressed to the nines. Like they're, they, they like, you know, it's a night on the town. Um, you're all kind of disappointed when you arrive. Uh, weirdly, Iris, I think you feel the most at home at a place like this because even though
0: it, oh, the gay biker boys love me
4: oh yeah no <laughs> that that i have no doubt it's more so that like this is the kind of bar that either is very expensive because it's super elite or is what it actually is which is just a bunch of people who couldn't afford a better space but honestly in your experience of going to galleries and things this really could swing either way <laughs> um would Irish dress up for this or would you just kind of go in street clothes
0: while my street clothes are dressed up but yes
4: <laughs> i so just as a visual i'm kind of imagining you in a tahani wardrobe is that oh, roughly correct oh yeah, correct? From oh, yeah. good place all right oh yeah great
0: so ca- think tahani casual
4: yeah that's okay great so <laughs> still like wildly overdressed yeah. but insistent that you're you're slumming it um okay <laughs> wicked
1: Hey, friends, it's Ryan, but like regular Ryan, as himself, talking about Dumb Dumbs and Dice. Yeah, so I'm one of the people behind this show. Obviously, you're listening to the show. You're loving this show. Somebody's doing great. Probably probably not me, but like Tom, he does really good work. Tyler does really good work. Uh, third person also does really good work. I don't know what show this is on.
2: But the important thing is that you can support the show and join the show at Patreon.com slash dum Dice. That's right.
1: That address that I totally just said. Go there, join Dumdums and Dice. Support the show. It's going to be great.
4: So um, the the multitude of you roll up um, to Laffy Taffy, um, and um, you can actually see uh, the lady uh, sitting behind the bar. Like her eyes kind of go wide because uh, this is like the fourth night in a row that this thing's happened, and really no one's no one's come to this. Uh, so suddenly, um, the bar's hopping. It's, it's full. Um, she's uh, slinging mugs of slush as fast as she can. Uh, the Bouchards came in, so they're there too. Um, they, they arrived wasted and are <laughs> uh, continuing to. You get the sense they're probably mixing something with blood. Um, based on the, the French potion they gave you to allow you to speak languages, you get the sense they've got probably a, an alchemical hookup. Um, somewhere there's um, the, uh, I think it's the House Tremier. Deals with, like, warlock-y stuff. So okay. there's definitely, like, magical stuff about. They might know a witch. Who knows? Uh, but they're having a great time. Um, they kind of uh, they keep pocket flasking it and kind of looking vaguely, enviously at your sparkling blood, um, Iris. But uh, they're, they're happy to see you guys and, and happy to actually get to spend some time in town. Um, the first few acts are not great. Mm. Uh, and Harvey is buried. He is buried near the bottom of this list. So you know you're not. It's not getting better. Uh, but finally, it, it comes time for for him to get up, and he is uh, just like a, just a, a sort of a, a gray haired um, Danny Glover type. Just like real gregarious, gets up there um and he's like hey everybody so oh oh there's so many out here tonight well that's that's just great well listen my name is harvey Grimm, but uh i gotta tell you my comedy is anything but
1: <laughs> <laughs> i think that gets i think that gets everyone i think this is exactly everyone's brand of comedy <laughs> i think ripley is also surprisingly on board <laughs> so maybe no one else but the two of us and, this uh, is a bonding Iris, where where do you fall
4: on on the bad comedy scale Unimpressed. Great. Um, So he's like, "All right. Well, uh, I'm glad glad two of you uh, get my particular brand of humor." Now, I I used to be a a police officer. I had a particularly handsome partner who uh, who I believe is in the house here tonight. Anyway, we uh, we solved. Boy, I tell you, we we met some crazy characters. We had some crazy times. Now. Let me ask you this. Have you ever seen someone's arm caught in a bailer? Oh, boy. Um, and it kind of goes on like that. Yeah, he basically yes. just tells cops. too soon. <laughs> he just
1: tells cop stories <laughs> <laughs> for two minutes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, ever loves it. Ever, like, <laughs> I remember that. I was going to say, in the moment he's like, you know how we're police? R- r- he's out. Riddler's out. There's <laughs> no way. Yeah. So, um, Ridley, I think uh, you join Iris kind of at
4: the back uh, lurking at the bar. Iris, I think you're observing the kind of like, because I really, I'm just imagining this place is like a much smaller, shittier version of the storefront theater uh, back when it was running here in Toronto. So it's like a bunch of local art on the walls and I think maybe you're amusing yourself by, like, you paid... By
0: judging it? Yeah, <laughs> you
4: paid your money. So you don't need to sit through the comedy. I
0: also think I might try to um, chat up the Bouchard's about healing something Oh, okay. Or oh,
4: cool, cool, cool. All right, so... Help, um,
0: help little Emily along.
4: Okay, so... Um, the Bouchard... Oh, that's a really fucking good call. Um, can you roll me a uh, charisma and persuasion, please?
0: Oh, you're lucky. I'm, those are some of my favorite things.
4: <laughs> oh, what's our hunger Why right Why does now, that Tom? make me lucky? Um, oh, shit. Uh, yes, we should roll a rouse check, but we didn't start with you guys waking up. So if each of you could... Sorry, before we do this, this roll, Miles, everybody roll me uh, one dice, please, for your rouse check. This
1: is your waking up in the morning... I pass. I pass. I also pass. Excellent. So, so should we all be at f- 5 or do you want to at 4 cuz we theoretically wouldn't have killed people or we
4: Um so Ryan, you you were up on hunger? I, I was I was totally fine cuz I ate that guy so and I had no problem yeah. Yeah, you all actually ate uh, on that during that first session. So you're all back uh, you're I
0: had my sparkling blood.
4: Yeah, so I think you're all at 1.
1: But she did Okay, so we're all at 1.
4: Yeah. Okay, so, so I, I do want one, hun- 1. Yeah. yeah, yeah there yeah. there 10, there, there will okay. always be one unless you've literally just chugged someone. Okay. Um. Yeah Yep okay. And I'm gonna say That's your role for this week um, This is This is kind of uh, Obviously as you can tell This is a bit of like A, a setup interlude type mm-hmm. business So We'll just say That's kind of it Sold That's your 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 role for the week Sorry right, um, Go as ahead you, As you've probably seen I'm trying to uh, and this, For those of you listening at home um, For an audio medium Generally speaking Anytime I can lose A bunch of Pointless dice rolls I'm gonna lose those Pointless <laughs> dice rolls but feel free to use them in your own games. Yeah, maybe you love math. I don't. Me neither, nor I. Y'all ready? hmm Then we shall quit bantering and see what happens.
0: That's four.
4: That's looking good.
0: Um, One of them is a 10. hmm And one of them is a hunger dice.
4: As long as the hunger dice isn't ten, no. then then we're good. Okay, great. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, Gee is pretty cagey about the whole thing. Um, it's kind of like a oh, I, I mean, no, no, no. I, we don't we don't know anything like that. Um, but um, Hugo is uh, perhaps a little more wasted, and eventually um, he just kind of waves you over to a corner where there's like a bike seat hanging from the ceiling for some reason. Um, and uh, he's like, hey, look, uh, Guy's a little sensitive about the whole, um, you know, potions thing. Uh, we're really not supposed to fuck with that. Uh, the Car- Caramella, really, uh, Camarilla, they don't, they don't really like that. But you know that Emily, she seems like a really nice lady. I remember she made us all breakfast.
0: I, I No one will ever know. This is just a simple favor for a friend okay, to, well, get, to get her back up, up on her feet.
4: Yeah, I mean... You you seem like a real nice lady too, and batting you know, the eyes. <laughs> yeah, like he's clearly like you've 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 charmed this man. He's, <laughs> he's definitely um, on board. Um, you also get the sense that uh, because the Bouchards kind of are are essentially your handlers, they also kind of want to seem like they're the cool like they want to be the supportive manager. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um,
4: so <laughs> they're the cool stepdad. Yeah, kind of. Um, so he's like, so uh, yeah. Listen, I think I think I can find something that. Um, that, well, it, it helps us heal a bit faster. Um, so if it helps us heal faster, presumably if you apply it to, you know, a human lady, uh, that'll help her too. So, um, yeah, let me let me look into it. Uh, there's a... You know that... Um, there's that really weird convenience store down the street from, from your loft? Yeah, Busy Bee. Busy Bee. Yeah. Uh, I will send it to Busy Bee. Uh, so, you know, when uh, when you get the message that there's a, a syrup delivery there, you, you just go get it from there. But make sure you get the bottle with the upside-down label. If it's any of the ones with the regular label, you're going to get yourself some good syrup, but that's (laughs) not going to help you in this particular
1: endeavor. Sounds good. Um, So, have you guys seen this fucking seat thing in the corner? (laughs) It's really fucking witty. And I I point up, and there's like the bicycle seat hanging, and I point down at the plaque, and I'm like,
0: it's called Sit Up. It's direct. (laughs) Very derivative. Sit up. It's because it's in the air.
4: Oh, I get it, because it's,
1: it's... Yeah, it's um, fucking um, so um, um, I sit on it on the ground. Yeah, because it's really a nihilistic expression of who we are as a species, pointless and floating in nothing.
4: Uh, he gets really excited about that, but then he turns back to you, Iris, and since you're clearly dismissive about it and he's kind of, like, falling for your charm, he's like, ah... Uh, you know, maybe I just don't know about, enough about art. I mean, I use antlers in all of my decorating. That's kind of my thing. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you guys to this.
1: You should try hanging one in the air and You could call it antler Up.
4: Oh, <laughs> that's pretty good. Maybe I should hey, do stand up.
1: Gee, gee, you'll never guess what we're going
4: to put in our living room. Um, and uh, he <laughs> wanders off. So, um, we can't. It's weird. Uh, this game doesn't have a lot of the things in D anD. lean on for stuff like this. Um, so I don't really know like for an antler check. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, I just uh, I kind of want to uh, Miles, I'm just going to give you an experience point I guess for that. Experience is kind of hard to come by. Um, also all of you can take one experience from your previous uh, from the previous session. Cool. Well, how do you
1: how do we do that? So what just, do they do? Just is huh? mark
4: it down somewhere on your sheet and we'll spend them eventually.
0: So then I have two?
4: Yes. Um because yeah, and um I think kind of moving forward you can now lean on Hugo. Like, you, you now have... I guess what I'm essentially saying is you now have a new bond um, and it's to Hugo um, for uh, alchemical potions. Very cool. I like that a lot. Um, okay, so, Everett, the uh, the comedy show has ended. Um, Harvey kind of comes off the stage and he's like, so, I mean, what'd you think, man? I thought you did great. That was hilarious. Oh, well, thanks. It was real nice to hear your... your Trademark chortle coming from uh, from the row there. That was <laughs> yeah. real nice. Uh, and your friend seemed real nice too. Where'd he go? You kind of left midway through. Oh, he went off to look at some art. Oh, I, I see. I understand. There's some pretty nifty art in this here place. Yeah, I mean you can't please them all, right? No, hey, I, I was just happy to please you. Mm. Hey, uh, so uh, you you in town for long? It seems like you got a lot of friends. There's all these handsome gentlemen you're here with. Uh, seemed like uh, is that was that Iris Dunn? Uh well. She wouldn't like me saying so. Uh, so no, it wasn't. <laughs> I'll, oh, uh, I'll wink at him. <laughs> yeah, and he winks back, uh, and he's like, "Oh wow," because I, uh, I gotta tell you, I've been listening to one of those uh, those audio books of hers. I got it from a a free trial. I was listening to this uh, podcast. You heard about <laughs> these things, anyway. I got a free trial for Audible, and I checked out uh, one of her books. She's real good.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's pretty good. Uh, I, I am up here. Um, I'm gonna be here for a while, uh, as long as she is. I'm I'm here as like a. Kind of part-time security detail oh, for damn. her. Damn, well yeah. that's
4: that's real exciting. Hey, and yeah, some
1: of my other fellows
4: here as well. Oh, okay. So so she doesn't need a, another guy. I, I gotta tell you, I was com- hoping to come up here and just kind of live off my pension and uh, you know do the comedy. But did you know stand-up comedy does not pay well? No fooling. Yeah, no 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 fool. I mean, I was the fool. Huh. Here I was thinking it would all be just four laughs, and instead, oh uh, well, it's it's uh, me taking taking on weird <laughs> PI cases. Oh, really? You're still, uh... Ah, yeah, I mean, I gotta get new materials.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Can't all be about Starbucks. Well, you know, I would be, I'd be mighty interested to, uh, give you a hand there if you need to. Well,
4: all right, Uh, that'd be great. Well, I'll tell you what, why don't you uh, swing by tomorrow morning? Ooh, tomorrow morning doesn't work for me too good. Uh, how about, uh, tomorrow night? Oh, uh I mean, yeah, sure. All right. A lot, lot lots of work at night for, for you know, gumshoes like us. Ah, uh, sounds good. I could Get that Maltese Falcon back. <laughs> all right. Well, it was good it was good to see you. You going to stick around and have a drink or you gotta get going? No, oh, I gotta get going. All right. Well next time then. All right, we'll see you tomorrow night. Um Ridley and Iris, is there anything else you wanna do at uh the the laffy taffy before you go?
0: No. <laughs>
1: I mean, I don't want to talk to the cop, so
4: <laughs> no. All right, so um, just before you head out, um, the uh, the Bouchard's kind of uh, clap you on, on the backs and say, uh, uh, Guy comes over, he's like, hey, so uh, I understand things got a little bit messy, um, and I was, uh, again, Hugo and I, we were real sorry to hear about uh, Emily. Um, so uh, just keep keep your eyes out. We're hearing that there's a lot going on. Ever since the, the thing with the tower in, in Toronto, there's a... Uh, there's a lot of a uh, lot of a lot of activity. We we still the, the Sabbats sabats still seem to be underground. We don't really know what's going on with them. But so um,
1: we had to ice a guy, uh, and maybe well, you know who it was because these are our handlers. They're in our corner. But we've great. got a perfect so
0: no no conversation about whether we should confide <laughs> in these two. You're just gonna blurt it we, out.
1: I thought we were. he's well, out great. now. I thought he was. At you. What I'm gonna ask is if you could read them that haiku, and then maybe they know who did it because they know who's in Montreal.
0: Well, didn't you get a sketch made?
1: No, no, no. We have, a, we have a
0: perfect poem.
1: So, if you guys could just listen, and then maybe you'll know who this describes.
0: <sighs> okay, shit face with pinch nose, smug smirk on his stretchy face, beady eyes, hate him.
4: The entire room bursts out into, like, snaps. <laughs> um, and uh, you you hear um, Harvey saying to someone, like, well, I mean, you know, she's pretty good. That, I, I don't know that I cared for that one too much, though. That that did not seem like one of her uh, her best. Well, you know, she's trying new things out. <laughs> the guy's like, hey, man, I just did a set where I put a fake arrow through my head three times. Steve Martin did that. Like 20 fucking years ago, who am I to judge anyone's art? <laughs> I'm going home. I mean, if this ain't the place to workshop your stuff, then where is it? You're so nice. I wish you were my dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then he leaves. Um, so, uh, yeah, the the Bouchards kind of look at each other, and uh, they, they have a brief brother huddle, where they just kind of like go away, and they, they mutter. It's just, just two guys holding well.
1: each other's shoulders.
4: Yeah, it's yeah, a brutal I do it all bruddle, the time yeah. with my brothers. Bruttle, brutal Um and uh, finally come back, and they're like, um, "Hey, you know, uh, we, we we've heard we've heard a little bit about that guy. Um, he uh, he used to used to work. Uh, I think he used to work for for uh, one of the Camarilla outfits that got wiped out uh, here in town. Last I heard, he'd uh, he'd uh, joined up with the Anarchs. I um, think his name was Batista, which we remember because there's a famous wrestler named Dave Batista. And we've heard from your haiku, he sounds a little bit like Keanu Reeves, uh, <laughs> which is ironic because his name happens to be Keanu Batista. But listen." Um, the guy you got to talk to, and I, I apologize in advance. This guy's guy real weird. Uh, you got to go meet our friend, Mr. Ken. Uh, he, uh, he hangs out at Cyberbytes. So uh, go ask him. He's um, he, he deals in information. So we smash cut Everett to you talking to Mr. Squingy Squingy Mr. Ken, okay. as, as we touched on earlier. Um, and uh, he kind of runs the haiku through um, his files. Um, LAUGHTER and uh, he confirms that, uh, yeah, uh, Keanu Batista was uh, one of the many failed attempts at establishing a prince here in Montreal. Uh, he was an enforcer um, for that group. Uh, however, when the, the fledgling prince was uh, killed by um, one of the sort of cults of the Sabbat, um, he kind of fell to, to the wind and kind of for a while seemed almost like a kind of a rogue agent. Um but uh, with the recent um, sort of influx of Anarchs hoping to set up another Anarch free state, uh, he seemed to have joined up with them. So generally known as an Anarch enforcer. Um, beyond that, uh, there's not much record of him. But uh, he does say he can kind of put a, a tag on, on that. So if, any, if he hears anything, he can let you know. I would appreciate that.
1: Um, matter of fact, uh, I did uh, discover that it looks like he got his suit tailored at uh, West Point. Oh, yeah, West Point. Yeah, I know West Point. Um,
4: and he kind of, like, clears his throat in a truly uh, disgusting way. Uh, he's like, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an old family outfit. Uh, they make very fine clothes, like mine. They make clothes for a lot of vampires? Oh, not, not really for vampires. they for anybody who's got money and taste. I see. Gentlemen like us, of refinement. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, hey, uh, but, you know, all this information is not free, So, so what's in it for me,
1: Mr. Ken? Why don't you ask me what you want? I mean, money? Uh, I don't think I have any money. All right.
4: Well, uh, um, listen. Let's just say you you owe me one. And, I'm a portfolio uh, proletariat. <laughs> that's very interesting. That means nothing to me. It's like you read that off a sheet
1: or something. Uh, okay. Well, l- listen. You you owe Pull me it one. out of my wallet instead of money. It's like you are a
2: portfolio proletariat.
1: Um, that's not exactly the uh,
4: legal tender of the realm. Uh, but I understand you're up from the states. You might be a little confused about our money. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Listen. It's um, colorful. <laughs> Uh, I'm always, uh, I want to keep an ear to the ground about, uh, various things, uh, so maybe, uh, maybe you can help me with that. As you can see, I'm not exactly, uh, the kind of person who can go out in public so much. That's why I like the, the dank, uh, neon glow of, uh, cyberbytes here. I see. In fact, there is a a person I've been wanting to visit, a a woman on the uh, local police force uh, that perhaps, uh, she's got some information that could be very useful to me, but perhaps could also be useful to you in such things. She has, um, how to put this, flexible morality when it comes to our kind and and, uh, various uh, criminal acts around the city. Um, Her name is Sergeant Kincaid, Billy Kincaid, and he writes down the precinct you can find her at. Um, and he says uh, she may even have more information about your uh, Mr. Batista. But if you could put her in touch with me, that would be most appreciated. Will do. Um, wicked. So, kind of having collected some information, having kind of got your bearings in town, um, the three of you reconvene. Now, here's the question: Where is your base of operations? Do you think you guys kind of work out of Maydays, or do you work out of the loft? Where is? I don't know that Iris is the come hang out in my living room type necessarily.
1: I think probably May Days, at least for now. Maydays it feel neutral because we could talk about anything at Maydays. We might go somewhere nicer for like a day-to-day conversation, but if it's gonna be shady or vampire business, Maydays we know nobody's listening because there's like someone always there.
4: Yeah. And you've got the bear boys kind of like Yeah. You know?
1: it's like classic biker biker bar rules. Like if you actually deal with their clubhouses, one of the rules is they never have it empty and TW is always there, so it means it can't get
2: bugged. <laughs> like that's why <laughs> yeah, they do yeah. that.
4: All right, so the three of you meet back up at um, at May Days. Um, Iris, you've just received word um, that there will be a syrup delivery at the Busy Bee tomorrow. Um, So you've got that, uh, which means that Emily is in kind of better hands. Um, You also get a bit of a premonition as you sit down that um, uh, you'll receive important information tomorrow and that
1: something is coming.
0: Guys, I'm going to find out something tomorrow.
1: Well, all right. Uh, (laughs) Is it going to be, like, dangerous before it happens? Like, we can get you to tomorrow? I'm fucking confident.
0: No, I don't know. I just have a feeling I'm going to find something out tomorrow. Just so you know. About what? I don't
1: know. Um, Your feelings are usually right, so I'm starting to trust your gut, you know? It's just a thing. Do you know what time tomorrow? Like, no. Is it daytime? Like, should we stay here tonight or do we go our own ways no, and roll the dice? Be, I
0: mean, I can't, I can't get anything during the day. I'm sleeping. We're all sleeping. All right. So probably tomorrow night. Well, maybe it's Duh. coming
1: in a mail.
4: <laughs> um, and uh, with that, uh, the three of you retire uh, to prepare for the case that will arrive
3: on your desk in the mail in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Ryan LaPlante, at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt, at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, and Megan Miles, at Maggie Miles on Twitter, featuring storyteller Tom McGee at Magee TD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Tom McGee and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers, at Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now, by Chase Allen Willis, and Traffic by Kai Engel, and all our ads use tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available on freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dumb Dumbs and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumbdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash You can also get merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash and you can join our Patreon of darkness, patreon.com slash that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Sleep well, children of the night. Ah, 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 ah.
1: Spooky. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Menicola, Long Long, Jason Denson, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon, too, at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you.
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.